Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. When you think about tennis back in the mid-80s, mid-90s with New Zealand... And you think about the Davis Cup, which sadly has taken a bit of a backseat in world tennis, and they've, they've mucked with it a lot a bit. A bit. There, was one, there was one figure that always stood out for New Zealand. Headband, long hair, and an attitude of never, ever say die. And if I'm down, I will prove to you that I am not out. And that man has now been named as New Zealand's new Davis Cup captain. That is Kelly Evenden, who joins us right now. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm good, mate. Uh, so let's be really blunt here. At 60, do you still sport the long hair? Uh, no, I've given up the long hair. It's too much grey in my face. <laughs> well, congratulations on your new role. Is it something that you wanted or were you, you asked? Well, I, you know, I, I think you always want to kind try and do something to help. And, you know, I've had raised my family in, in America and my kids are old enough to take care of themselves now and I kind of like you know if I've got something to give I've got to give it soon because I'm you know not getting any younger um you know and the opportunity kind of arose and had some conversations with the intense New Zealand and you know high performance coach back there Christoph and 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 it kind of seems to be um kind of a good time and a good fit for me right now you see the the role of the davis cup captain is not really well understood by those who Mm -hmm. don't follow tennis so how do you see the role well you know my role is is to kind of you know motivate and and you know involve all of the kids that are on the team and get them to kind of put their best foot forward and, and try and do something that's really difficult right you know at, at the moment, we're probably undergunned um, versus the teams that we're playing, but it doesn't mean we can't win. You know, and I think as the captain, I think all the coaching is being done by the coaches back there trying to get the kids to play as well as they can. And, and my job is to kind of put them together as a team and get them to, you know, kind of punch above their weight. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of what I've always looked at at Davis. You know, we were always the underdog in Davis Cup, and, and you know, we, we had some great victories. We, we had losses in places that we should have had losses, but the fact that you know you go out there and put the best team out there with the best team atmosphere and with the best you know kind of well, these kids really want to fight for New Zealand you know good things happen do you think that is something that you are working against whereas the the tennis schedule the world calendar and the messing around with the Davis Cup is making it harder to get the best to play i i think that there's so many you know other events that they put on you know the 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 cup that Federer and started and, you know, there's a lot of events and I think, you know, Davis Cup longest running team competition in the world and and, and I think it, it still holds that really special place in, in all of those, you know, top tier players, 
minds, but there's also other people in from places, you know, that they can they have a team of eight or nine guys that can go out there and win the matches, and then they only have to show up in the finals. We don't have that luxury. We know we need to have you know our best people show up every single time we play, or else we you know we don't really have a, a fighting chance. So you know it, it, it's tough to say that it's it's losing importance because to me it was the most important thing you know for me to do when I played you know was play for New Zealand. Um, you know, so I, I'd like to kind of not say it's being diminished by all of these other events, but I think in in, in some way it, it, it kind of has been overtaken by a lot of you know ancillary kind of events that people put on for their own benefit. Kelly, what do you think is the formula to produce ATP WTA capable players from New Zealand? Is it the American college system? I'm not sure it is. It used to be. Um, you know, there's a bit, a lot of uh, chatter about, you know, well, you've got to go to college, got to go to the US, got to get on a team. You know, the, the problem is the coaching, right? You, you can't have 500 kids over here and say that there's 500 good coaches. You know, there's probably 10 or 12 really good coaches in college tennis. And if you're not at one of those schools, you're not going to get the benefit of having that, that, that great input and that great, you know, insights to what tennis is really like. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, secondary tier coaches at a lot of schools that people are going to. And, and unfortunately, you know, people don't look at it. They look at if you get into a college in the United States, you, you know, you have a chance to be great. That's not true. I mean, you know, the, the formative years between the ages of, you know, 18, 17, 18 to 22 are so critically important um, that you have to have good instruction during that time because that's when you're honing your moves. That, you know, you're, you're, your forehand and your backhand and your volume and your serve are pretty much done at 18 and now you're trying to figure out how to actually make it all work in a, you know, a cohesive pattern to go out and win matches. And, and that's the thing that, you know, not a lot of college coaches are really teaching their kids to play. They're just trying to get oil. He's better than him. We'll put him in three and we'll put that guy at five and you know maybe we'll win a match and and they're not taking them and looking at them going you know we need to restructure this we need to redo that we need to put you in a place that you can play and and make them feel comfortable so you know there's a lot of bad coaching going on in college tennis there is some great coaches in there and if you get to those schools i think that you know fantastic but there are not a lot of them so what's the what's the what's the best way? What is the simple simplistic answer for talented tennis players in this country? What what route do they take? I think I think unfortunately, you know, they have to leave the country. I mean, they have to get out of the country. They have to go and travel and play in tournaments, you know, globally. And I and I think that you know, based on the way the Europeans are dominating tennis at this time, I think you have to go to Europe. You have to go and play on clay. You've got to get out there and, and go head to head with these you know young kids that are you know, a dime a dozen, it seems, all over, you know, these countries and, and, and really kind of pit yourself against them from an early stage so that you can see what you have to be able to attain to get there. And, you know, I remember when I first came to America, I thought, well, yeah, I'm pretty good. I showed up and, you know, there's guys out there doing 300 push-ups and running 10 <laughs> miles before practice. And I'm going, wow, okay, so there's another level, you know, and, and it's, it's not a level until you actually see it for yourself. And, and, you know, I know these guys are traveling and I know they're playing, but, you know, there has to be a concerted plan for them to go out of there and, and play a, a lot of events. I mean, it takes a lot of losing for you to become a good winner. I think what people fail to realize in tennis, particularly at the lower levels when you're going through ITF tournaments, you're going through challenger tournaments, it's a grind. Oh, yeah. Horrible grind. I mean, you know, you're staying 
cheap hotels and driving, you know, 10 people in a car. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, I remember staying in a hotel in Wilmington, North Carolina. I slept in in a room with eight people. Threw the matches off the bed. We were all sleeping around. It was like a hobble. But guess what? That's what we had to do, you know. And it's, and it's changed a little bit now. It's a little more funding coming from the ATP tour they've decided this year. So there'll be some, some more money for those kids. So I don't know. I don't think it'll be that bleak. Uh, but, you know, it's still hard work. You know, you go and grind week to week, and if you're not winning matches, that's the time that kids want to not do it, right? And it's hard. And, you know, if we can get people to, to travel with these kids and, and help them through the losing process. Losing is, in you know, an integral part of tennis. That's when you play your best tennis. You don't play your best tennis when you're winning. When you're winning, you're just doing what you're doing, and it's working, and you just keep doing what you're doing. The best tennis happens when you're losing, and you figure out a way to not let that happen. Philosophically, as the Davis Cup captain, you'd probably love someone, and you see a little bit of yourself maybe in Ruben Statham, because he he always fights, but you're going to have to find another spearhead soon. Yes. I mean, it's getting to the point now where, you know, there's got to be a whole new team out there. You know, the doubles team, I think, is, you know, if those guys are awesome. I mean, watching them in Newport, it was so fun watching them play. I mean, I played pretty good doubles, but not that good doubles. And it was just awesome to see them play out there. I hope they stick around and keep playing um, because that's a good anchor for the younger guys coming in, you know, that, that we could get. And, you know, and Ruben's, you know, hats off to Ruben. Ruben's, you know, established himself as an icon of, you know, New Zealand Davis Cup tennis. And, you know, are his years numbered? Yes, I believe they are because he's getting older, he's getting injuries, and, and, it, and it's just hard to keep going at that age. Um, but, you know, he's also, maybe he can help us mentor some of the young guys. I mean, that's, that's you know. Do, do you have, a, do you have a, a, repl- a ready replacement already? Well, no, we don't, I don't know. I'm, this is all new to me, right? I've seen, you know, Finn Reynolds and I've seen a few other guys, but, you know, having hands-on and seeing them up close and personal is kind of my specialty, looking at guys, you know, and, you know, I don't. I, don't, I can't say there's a guy that I can put out there that's, you know, better than him right now. I, I don't have that. Okay, so so when we when we think about the Davis Cup, you played 20 Davis Cup ties. What's the most memorable one for you, Kelly? Being in Yugoslavia was, was huge in Christchurch. Uh, you know, they were seated second in the Davis Cup that year, and we went down there and beat them, and that was, you know, I wasn't playing well, and, you know, this is part of the, the thing that I want to try to get the kids. I, I hadn't won a match, and, you know three, four months coming into that tie. And, you know, all my team did was encourage and help and, you know, urge me on and get me to work because they, they, they knew I had, to, I had to go out there and win those matches. And, you know, I played above my level for that tie based on the fact that the team got behind me. And that's kind of the thing that I need to, to, to try to get these other kids thing. You're not in it alone when you're playing Davis Cup. Yes, you are when you're playing on tour. But when you're playing Davis Cup, there's a whole bunch of people that are behind you, and the whole country of New Zealand gets behind you too when when it you know gets in a battle like that. And it's one of the most rare occasions where you can be a team in tennis. Yeah, very, and it's such a great thing to be a team. You know, the, you go to the Olympics, and yes, you're kind of a team, but you're not really you know a part of everything because you don't see those guys, you know, all the other athletes very much, except at the Olympics. You know, and you cheer for them, but. Davis Cup is tennis. It's like, you know, the All Blacks. It's like the Black Caps. It's like everything like that that you, you know, you get to say, I represented my country for my country, and the whole country gets behind you. Man, I can feel I can feel the excitement oozing out of your pores. For you, though, for the last 20-odd, 30-odd years, has it been uh, coaching tennis, your own academy? I, we, I work at a Mercer Island Country Club, which we chose to live in, in Seattle, Washington, and there's a, a club called Mercer Island on, a, on an island called Mercer Island. And my wife said to me, 
We don't, I, we don't care. I said to my wife, I said, I don't care where we live as long as my kids go to one school district. And, you know, our kids have grown up in the school district and now they're finished. And what are they doing now? Oh, we dropped them off. Okay, well, that's... Okay, well, we, we apologise for that. Uh, I, we sh- Should we try and get him back? Although he has certainly he has certainly fill, filled us full of uh, excitement with the way he talks about uh, Davis Cup tennis. Is there a go or a no? No? Are you, are you back there? Are you still there, Kelly? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yep, we, 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 we lost you for a moment. So, so what... Did the kids... Did, you, did the kids play tennis? No, they tried it. They didn't like it. And they both play lacrosse. They're both varsity lacrosse players at the high school. Um, and they love that game because they get to hit things, you know, hit people more than they hit tennis balls. Uh, and uh, they have a lot of fun with it, and they both done really well. And you know, it, it's kind of it was otherwise tennis would have driven me nuts if I had my kids in it. I think the whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's good to have that separation. Well, it sounds to me like you're you're ready to rock and roll with the New Zealand Davis Cup team once again. Congratulations! It's, it's great to have you back in the system, buddy. Thank you, Stephen. Great talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Kelly Everton, one of our Davis Cup grace, and you always knew when he was on when he was on the court, something was going to happen. That that fills me with hope. That's what it does.